3: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
4: I'm Hannah Storm and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters.
5: it gives me a lot of
1: hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9.
5: Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast.
1: Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Hey, thanks for listening to the Ben Maller Show podcast. It's me, Ben. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m., at 3 a.m. Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Ben Mather Show over at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR.
3: Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. We're
6: talking about a schedule. Not games. Not games. We're talking about a schedule. Welcome in the beginning of another hour as we are in the air everywhere on the Ben Maller Show spreading the gospel of sport coast to coast, border to border, and beyond out of the cosmos on the vast and powerful microphones of FSR emanating live inside The Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, and good to have you along for the ride here as the holiday season cranks up, which means we crank down, but there will be someone here till uh, time and, and the end of time. But our lead this hour comes from the transaction wire, kind of. It is hot stove league in baseball, and every day I get up uh, from bed, and I get very excited. Right? I get out of bed. I'm very excited. I'm like, this is going to be the day. We're going to get a nice big move in baseball that I can can rant about because I love talking some hardball, especially the rumors, the trades. You wouldn't know that it's the hot stove league based on the lack of movement. The tortoise and the hare, this would be the tortoise We heard some chatter earlier that Francisco Lindor would be moved by the Cleveland Indians. I can still call them that for another year. And then I'll call them the team formerly known as the Cleveland Indians. But Francisco Lindor has not been traded. Now, the the big free agent is Trevor Bauer. The guy just won the Cy Young Award in Cincinnati. He is still unsigned on the market. There was talk that Chris Bryant of the Cubs was going to be traded. That hasn't happened. There was some chatter about Nolan Arenado of the Rockies. We have yet to get that big splash, the big belly whopper of a move. Hasn't happened. All is quiet on the Western Front. The only chatter that is worthy of a Malin monologue regarding baseball is the people that run the sport, the guardians of the game, attempting to kill the clock, if you will. Now, if, if you have not heard, maybe you don't know where I'm going with this, it's a misdirection play. Some Major League Baseball owners are pushing for a shortened 2021 season. Now, they claim it is to provide players enough time to receive the COVID vaccines, which are all the rage, which are starting to go out around the country. And they they estimate, I was reading a story about this, they say that uh, the, the vaccine is really going to get out there to the to the general pop in like February, March, give or take. They're being optimistic. So Bob Nightingale, the baseball whisperer, uh, the insider Nightingale, he says that a rogue group of team owners and executives would like the 2021 season. We're winding down 2020. Thank God. God only knows what's in 20, in store for us in 2021. But the the owners, the, this this group, this faction of owners – would like the 2021 season to be delayed until May. Even if it means playing less games, which the the implication is they'd rather play less games. They'd rather play 140 or fewer games in 2021. Now, remember this year, they played 60 games. Uh, And they say that that is to ensure that all players and all team personnel can get vaccinated before they report to spring training. Now, as you might imagine... This has caused friction with the union. (laughs) Like, what the hell? We know what you're up to. We know your shenanigans here. So let us discuss. The question, what the heck is going on here with this delay, delay, delay the baseball season? So I've got Connecticut, Red Herrings, and environmentalists. And we will combine all these things together. Now, first of all, all we are headed to another one of these Waterloo moments between the owners and the players. And of all the sports leagues, there's contentious relationships between the football union and the ownership side basketball. Adam Silver's like a, uh, he's like a doormat. They walk all over the players, walk all over Adam Silver and hockey. There's not a lot of love between the players and Gary Bettman, but it's nothing compared to what it is in professional baseball. It's been this way since the beginning of of time. And so they're on the highway to hell yet again. The owners took it in the shorts because of empty ballparks in 2020. The players will argue they took it in the shorts too because they got paid for a 60-game season when they were supposed to get paid for a 162-game season. Service is not rendered, so the owners only had to pay for the games that they played. And it... Certainly sounds like it's going to be more of the same going forward here in 2021, at least for the first half of the baseball season. So the ownership side, just so you're caught up to speed on this, the ownership side is looking to circle the wagons, right? They are attempting to cut their losses. It's kind of obvious, this, this group of rogue owners. And what is this going to lead to? Another one of these mini Civil War situations. People in the industry fighting amongst each other. you got Major League Baseball's Players Association. They don't want any part of this slow walk because what that means, if you don't play the full season, that means less money for the players. The union is like, hey, wait a minute. So they're in favor, they say, of playing the full 162-game schedule, representing the players. So the players, they're saying, want to play the full 162-game schedule come hell or high water. And they're saying that Major League Baseball proved a year ago that they can safely, that the teams can safely adapt to all of the protocols to play the season. Now, if you connect the dots, this is the union's way of channeling the old Connecticut basketball coach, Jim Calhoun. Not a dime back. Not a dime back. That's what the unionists say. The owners want fewer games. You can do the math on that, the back of the napkin math. That equals less money uh, for salaries paid out. And so the, the second part of this, I've got to get this off my chest. So the Major League Baseball owners who want to delay, and I'm sure it's not all, though, I guess I'm imagining the, the Yankees and the Dodgers, they were like, hey, we, we would like to play. I'm, I'm assuming this is more the Tampa Bay Rays, Milwaukee Brewers of the world, those type of teams. So the owners of Major League Baseball that would like to delay, 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 it's, it's clearly for financial gain on their part, but they don't want to admit it. Like, I, I get it. If you owned a business and you would be better off not having that business, you'd actually come out ahead in the transaction because you don't have fans and that's a big part of your, your, your gate revenue. Just admit it. But instead, the owners are tossing out red herrings. And they sound like these slimeball politicians, these political hacks that we've had over the last year that have mandated we do certain things, right, certain protocols, uh, and killed the restaurant industry in a lot of places, demanding you know people do this, that, and the other thing, while dining uh, where I, I do the show from in California at the French Laundry, or going on vacation to Mexico while you're telling your people not to travel anywhere. I believe that was the... The big uh, big guy in Austin, Texas, there. So it, you know, do as I say, not as I do. It's like the owners, are like well, you know, listen. The, the players are looking out for what they're. They're admitting the players. We want to play 162 games. We want the money, but the owners won't admit that, right? And, and, and you know, the ultimate immunity, which is appropriate here. The immunity in modern society is you can say and do anything, right? In the year 2020, as long as you tag the statement with out of an abundance of caution. So the owners are like, out of an abundance of caution, we want to make sure all the players uh, have a vaccine before they go out there and play. And you say that, and no matter what you're doing, you, you're, people are like, well, you can't question that. You know, Do whatever you want. It's a weasel term, though. It's really a weasel term. All right, final thought. So one National League owner, told Nightingale that there's not, quote, a snowball's chance in hell that spring training can start with protocols in place. Now, the way I interpreted that as we parse the words of this unnamed National League team owner, I think I know who that owner is, by the way. I think I know that owner. But anyway, uh, the, the, the statement there is an indication that spring training is a great money grab it is. I mean I, I enjoy spring training. I'm a nerd. I like going to spring training. And I've I, fortunate enough I've been to the Grapefruit League and the Cactus League over the years. But it's a lot different. It's it's corp they've corporatized spring training. It used to be a great deal. You could go there and for like ten bucks, you can set, you know, sit in a box seat right behind the dugout and watch the, the game with two or three innings of players you've heard of and then the rest of the game with just dreck out on the field. But they make a ton of money now. Now they charge big bucks for those tickets at these spring training games. So I'm telling you, the owners are going to come up with some kind of cockamamie story. They've already got the out of an abundance of caution that they will use. Uh, But they're going to come up with whatever they have to, any kind of stall techniques, run the four corners offense, do whatever you have to do. Typically, players would start reporting for Grapefruit and Cactus League games in mid-February. Remember, we're almost at you know we're in the middle part of December. It's going to be January before you know it. So like a almost the two months essentially from right now, spring training is scheduled to start, and and they are scheduled to begin the regular season appropriately enough on April Fool's Day, which is just wonderful, April Fool's Day. Uh, and the odds that the Major League Baseball season starts as scheduled. These are only the Maller only the Maller odds. Maler Sportsbook. The odds are plus fifteen hundred which implies a little bit over a 5% chance. A little bit over a 5% chance. Major League Baseball owners will claim, I'm telling you what's next, they're going to claim they're environmentalists, they're environmentalists, and they can save a ton of paper by holding dumbed-down spring training, not going to Arizona, not going to Florida, certainly not playing 162 games. How about 120? All right. And all you, uh, you guys that used to call me up back in the day and say, well, there's too many games at baseball. Then they play a 60 game season. All you guys are complaining there's not enough games. Make your mind up. But they're not going to play 162. I would say, I think it's less than 104. I think they're going to go like 130, 120. They're going to try to chop 40 days, 42 days off the season, play 120 games, and then that's it. And if they do that, then you've chopped 42 games of salary off all that paper. Think of all the trees you're going to save. Of course, that would have worked if they still handed out paper money. But you get the point. You get the point. All right. It is the Ben Maller Show. Now, we had some fun last hour with the Motown legend. Guys, an all-time legend, Smokey Robinson, who did not know how to pronounce the word Hanukkah. He called it Chanuka. Happy Chanuka. He did admit he didn't know what that was. Which Racist. You know, Give him a break. It's funny. I mean, the guy's 80 years old. It's funny. It's, it's nice that he's doing that. We assume he does has heard of Hanukkah over the years. But, but anyway, so uh so with that being said, we had so much fun with that. People seem to really enjoy it. We now present to you another amazing cameo uh from a celebrity. This is uh, UFC ring announcer Bruce Buffer. And this has been going around the last couple of days as well. So somebody paid a bunch of money to get the over the top if you watch even if you've only watched a little UFC you know this guy part of the buffer family of ring announcers and Bruce buffer over the top right he's got a very loquacious bombastic delivery and so this guy rather than me why don't we just play the audio this is a guy who wanted to give some advice he wanted the UFC ring announcer to give some advice to his girlfriend and here's how it went It's time for Kaylee to move on. Yeah, that was he. It it was (laughs) (laughs) he did a video. The guy paid a couple hundred bucks to have the UFC ring announcer tell his girlfriend uh, Kaylee that it was time to move on. He was dumping her. Now I'm married now, but I dated. I I was usually the guy getting dumped by the, by the ladies who were dumping me when I was dating. But I like one of the arguments is always, hey, pe- when relationships end often it just kind of people stop talking. They don't there's no final salvo, right? There's no final shot before the relationship fades to black. So, is it better or worse if you're getting dumped that at least the person had the decency of spending a couple hundred bucks to have a final announcement from a professional vocal artist like uh, like Bruce Buffer of the UFC, and that cost three hundred bucks on Cameo. Now, as far as the toss-up question, is that better than Smokey Robinson? Who didn't know how to pronounce Hanukkah? No, Smoky Robinson. Sorry, and Bruce Buffer is a good name in the UFC, but Smoky Robinson. It's like uh, it's 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 comparing your random uh, you know celebrity to uh, to an all time icon. So, but that was that was enjoyable. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. We will take your phone calls at 877-99 on Fox eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. So Scott Boris, he's got an answer for everything. He's got a solution for everything. His dream was to have a neutral site World Series. Baseball did that in 2020. The Dodgers, of course, the good guys won that World Series. Well, Scott Boris is back. He's got another plan to fix baseball. He's got the perfect solution to the problems of professional baseball. We'll get to that, and we will do it next.
7: Hey, Mona. Hey, Mona. Whoa, 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 Mona. Hey, 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 Mona. Whoa, whoa,
3: whoa, whoa, Mona. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
1: Huh? Hi, checking in for...
10: There's nothing more powerful than the unified voice of the Maller Militia. Get the most out of the Ben Maller Show by following your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Mallor. And you can tweet at and follow our technical producer. He plays all the wonderful holiday music that you hear on the radio. First name Roberto, last name Flores. You can follow him at Raider underscore Rob 24.
11: My doubler don't work.
10: And I guess we're not going to have Cooking with Roberto. Some other special segment coming up. Holiday shopping with Roberto. No, you no, know, Who no, knows? No, no, no. I don't you, know.
6: Listen, I, do you want me to reveal Roberto? You want to reveal what's coming up? This is exciting. I'm looking forward to this. Weather with Roberto. Yeah, he's going to dust off the Mexican Doppler. Bring it back the Doppler, at least for one day.
10: Hmm. Des Moines. We'll That's get right. that,
6: right? Yeah. All, All right. right. I'm excited about
10: that. Uh, and now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's your host, Ben Maller.
6: Mark, the full-name guy in beautiful Medford, Oregon, he says, spring training begins in February, so I guess it is big news to proclaim there there has not been any major trades or free agent signings. Your low-hanging fruit are road apples fallen from the trees that even the cows will not eat. Wow. Mark, you're like a poet, and you don't even know it. Roses are red, violets are blue, and I can do poetry better than you. How about that one? All right, uh, who else do we have here? Late Night Drug Tester says owners are going to take it in the shorts until all the state leaders start opening up for large gatherings so they can sell 10 to $15 beers, uh, he says, which is uh, which is correct. Uh, Rob in Minnesota says, I can't believe I'm saying this, but a Christmas or Hanukkah or Chanukah greeting from Real Talk uh, would be be entertaining. He says, wow. There you go. All right, uh, let's go to the phones right now. We have not done that in uh, some time, and we say hello to Eeny, Meeny, Miny, mo. Let's say hello to Charlie in uh, San Antonio. Hello, Charlie. Hey, Big Ben. Happy Chanukah. Thank you. Two more <laughs> nights of Chanukah. Two more nights to light the Chanukah candles. <laughs> Have your okay. Oh, as I, one of our our fine listeners pointed out, I got an email from uh, who was. It? I got a bunch of emails here. Somebody said, It was it was Ruth. She sent the message. She says, uh, "Can you imagine if he tried to pronounce Latkes? Yeah, that would be that would be a good one." Yeah. Yes,
12: sir. So, like, uh, dude, t- t- tonight is a banner night for the Ben Maller show. You have people belching on air. Callers trying to get on to Flashlight on air. You did a mallet monologue of someone dropping a deuce in the middle of an NFL game. Uh, all you need is Najee Davenport to find a, a, a sorority house, and you have content for the rest of the year.
6: Yeah, well, we need that. I would like to see the Wizenator come back. That was a big story years ago. The Wizenator, uh, one of the fine stories there back in the early part of the 2000s. The great running back <laughs> Ontario Smith of the Minnesota Vikings. Absolutely.
12: Yeah, I was, so I'm reacting to, uh, and it's a little late, but I'm reacting to uh, the uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo signing. Uh, so I am disappointed he didn't choose San Antonio because, of course, he would have won a championship here. But uh, you know, it's a, it's a victory for small market teams, you know. And I'm listening to your monologue, and you can hear the disdain in your voice for uh, someone having the audacity not to sign uh, to one of the two coasts uh, because you're one of the coastal elites, you know? And
6: I'm, i hi I'm, I'm one of the coastal elites <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, can you please can you contact my accountant and let them know because they don't <laughs> seem to think I'm one of the coastal elites they're like wait you've been in network radio all these years and you have this amount of money what the hell's you what are you doing wrong I'm like well, I, you know I, don't know I don't know yeah
12: well it, it it's really a referendum on uh nowadays uh even though you want you don't want to admit it you know, players don't have to go to New York or LA Sodom and Gomorrah to, to rake in a uh, huge uh, cash paydays and uh, you know endorsements and all that they can do it from where they're at yeah. and well I, you see know, here, here's
6: the thing you don't understand all right here's your problem Charlie is I like the idea of players changing teams so when I ran a rumor website I always thought the day the story died was when the player agreed to a contract or the trade happened like the rumor is better than the actual reality most of the time so now the rumor has ended we know that Giannis at least for the next couple years unless he forces his way out is going to be a Milwaukee buck so that ruins a good story I like the story it's not a good story I mean now it's not I you know I'm confused because I don't
12: know why he would want to stay in you know Milwaukee because I mean, what what is there in Milwaukee besides snow and morbidly obese, pit-stained women? Like oh, he could have came geez. to beautiful, sunny San Antonio, uh-huh. had a gorgeous Mexican women uh, a harem if he wanted. You know, so I, I get yeah. that, but right. but. but,
6: but <laughs> well, wait, 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 because uh, my my guy, who's part of the Chamber of Commerce of San Antonio, Charles Barkley. Uh, back when the Spurs used to make the playoffs back in the day, uh, he didn't say a lot of nice things about the people of San Antonio, as I remember. He was trashing well, well, the women of San Antonio.
12: Well, uh, Charles Barkley is what we call a bottom feeder, so he would pick. He's the kind of guy that w- at you know two a.m. when the lights come on in a bar, he just picks up the, the nearest livestock animal. He's like, wow. let's go home. How would he know <laughs> anything about <laughs> beautiful women? Wait, wait,
6: wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait. If that was the case though, then you'd think he would be like a pig in slop then, right? You rather than complaining about it. You think he, if he thinks everyone's uh, gorgeous smoke show, then uh, what would be the problem? If he thinks Have all he everyone's
12: talk? I don't I don't want to I don't want to make light of, you know, dementia, but I oh feel Oh my god, like, Are you ripping uh, the great Charles Bark.
6: Oh, I'm going to hang up on you. How dare you? How dare you? Bad job by you. The great Charles Bark. Shame on you! <laughs> All right, uh, let's go to Blake in Arkansas. Who's next? Hello, Blake.
13: Mr. Miller, this show's went off the rails so bad early. I just thought I might call to uh, to throw you a, a a life vest and actually ask a real question. All so right. I don't have any real interest. I just think it's fascinating. Everybody jumps on Dallas for not signing Dak, and Jerry screwed up, and. And and Philly did it right, Ooh. signing early. Now he got a discount. Well, now Philly looks like they've made a huge mistake, and maybe Dallas didn't make a mistake. Both count about thirty-one million against the cap.
6: Yeah,
13: but Philly stuck with him sixty well, million bucks. If you cut him,
6: yeah, uh, yeah. well, well Blair, Bl- Blake, you know, I, listen, I, I would not give. Dak, I would have given Dak Prescott a ton, uh, one of these these donkey sized contracts prior to him getting hurt. Now I certainly, I certainly wouldn't give him a huge contract. I'd give him like a one or two year contract, something like that. But I wouldn't pay him. Pay him top. Listen, you think Philadelphia's got problems? The Rams are a good team, so it's like putting lipstick on a pig. They they don't look as bad at the quarterback position, but they they are have to they have to overcome every week the incompetence of Jared Goff at quarterback, and they gave him a massive contract. So yeah, I mean, there's a long list of those guys. Yeah.
13: Well, and so my uh, I think it's interesting that. like The only team I can remember in recent memory doing it is the Redskins did it in the RG3 class where they took him and Cousins. If I'm a GM, I take quarterback every year, if not two, and just but, yeah. keep
6: trying. Well, that's what the Packers used to do. Did you see what Jimmy Johnson said, the old Cowboy coach? He was asked about this recently, and he said that the Cowboys, since they're going to have a top-ten pick in the draft, should draft a quarterback. Uh, Jimmy Johnson, it was talking about – Keeping Dak Prescott around, people are freaking out in Dallas about that. But Jimmy Johnson's like, no, you draft a quarterback. And he doesn't even – Jimmy couldn't name any of those quarterbacks uh, this year in the draft. All right, thank you, Blake. I appreciate that. All right, it is – that's a hard-O sports call. Blake saving the show from the Boston burper. And our friend in Utah who was burping as well. We had the burp off earlier. It's burp tastic. The Ben Maller Show, we love to burp. All right, straight ahead. We'll pay off that Scott Boras story, his plan to fix baseball, his latest Michigas to fix baseball, and we'll play too much or not enough. You want to play too much or not enough? Call right now. Operators are standing by at 877-99 on Fox. We'll get to that. But right now, over to Eddie Garcia. Get you caught up on everything going on.
10: Well, thank you, Ben. We'll start with news from the NBA where Milwaukee Bucks star Giannis Antetokounmpo signs a five-year $228.2 million Supermax contract extension to stay in Milwaukee. He's now guaranteed $256 million over the next six seasons. The latest college football playoff rankings came out and the top five remains unchanged. It seems like the top four has been unchanged for about a month now, but Alabama's one, Notre Dame two, Clemson three, and Ohio State is four. Of course, Notre Dame and Clemson will score off in the ACC title game coming up this weekend. Texas A&M is at number 5 and Iowa State moves up. To number six. College basketball last night we had several ranked teams in action. Only one of them suffered a defeat. That was number 24, Clemson losing at Virginia Tech 66 to 60. Also wins for number 10, Tennessee, number 12, Wisconsin, number 13, Illinois, and number 15, Florida State. And great news from college basketball where Florida star Keontae Johnson was upgraded to stable condition. He is talking to doctors and family according to a statement released by his parents. Of course, he had a very scary incident over the weekend when he collapsed during a game again. Against Florida State. Unfortunately, Ben, we've had another bowl game become a casualty of covid i know you were looking forward to this but the
6: is it the weed eater bowl oh that's that was no bl- no
10: the blue bonnet bowl no 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 no, no. Okay, the right. legendary frisco bowl will not oh, be played i love that sourdough bread i love that no sour no not not, no. Uh, not san francisco oh, Bowl. it's oh. uh it's frisco texas oh i'm sorry uh, that bowl uh,
6: you uh, what, what 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 food dish are they known for in frisco texas
10: Um, I don't know, barbecue, chili? Why can't they play? I I thought
6: Texas is more open-minded about having events. Why couldn't they play in Well, SMU
10: was to play in the game.
6: They've dropped out because of COVID. Well, if SMU is not going to play, Eddie, there's no
10: point in having the game. But don't feel bad for Texas San Antonio, who is going to be their opponent, because they now have shifted, and they will be playing in the first responders' bowl Oh wow! Yes, look at that. Good for them. Ah! Speaking of <laughs> <right>. speaking <laughs> of bowl games, uh, there's some debate as to whether the the granddaddy of them all, the Rose Bowl, is going Holy to Arroyo actually Seco. is it going to be played in Pasadena at the oh, actual Rose Nelly.
9: Bowl? Oh, uh, Never. So
10: Bill Hancock is the playoff executive director, and uh, he was asked on Tuesday is the Rose Bowl going to be played at the Rose Bowl? And he uh, he did a great job of using the old weasel words. He says, at this moment, yeah. we are scheduled to yeah. play the Rose Bowl in the Rose Bowl.
6: So You know what they should do is they should just find a giant hole somewhere and fill it with roses and then put a field at the bottom of it. How about that? That, that, that would like really be idea, the Rose yeah. Bowl. You know that big crater in Arizona? Not the Grand Canyon. You know that crater where they had the... Uh, The asteroid hit. Have you been there? It's in Arizona. Just fill that with roses, and then you can play the game in the middle of that. No fans have to go, and Mm. that's the real Rose Bowl. It sounds like a very practical idea. What's wrong with that? Yeah. Thank you. All right. Uh, It is the Ben Maller Show. We're going to have a radio game show here momentarily. I know you are anxiously awaiting too much or not enough. But first, it can happen easily. A few drinks become a few too many. It's time to go. And you think of calling for a ride home. Nah. Nah, 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 nah. What's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over. You lose your license. You total your car. You kill someone. Drive sober. Or get pulled over.
10: It's another Ben Maller game. We've endured too many
3: of these. Is it too much or not enough?
11: Enough already.
6: Play too much or not enough right now. And who do we have playing our game? Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Let's bring in a man that has a big gambling habit. Sir Scratchoff driving around the highways and byways of Arkansas. Hello, Sir Scratchoff. Off. Hey doing, Ben? You
14: doing okay, buddy?
6: If I was any better... I would be a bowl commissioner, but not the Rose Bowl commissioner because they got problems.:
14: Well Ben, I just want to tell you something before I get started on your game. Yeah. I got a caller out there that said he wouldn't call your show as long as I'm calling because I'm the worst caller ever called your show, yeah. and he's a truck driver and he's also a, a person that was in the service. so really, my hat goes off to him for two jobs he did do, and uh, anyway, I don't let stuff like that bother me. <laughs> Okay,
6: so so you, there's a there's a battle between truck drivers over the show, and you, he, this guy thinks you're the worst caller. Has he heard the show? Has he heard That's, Jed who fled and some of these other guys that call up? Yeah, I don't I don't let stuff like that bother me because
14: uh, after what I see, what he does for a living and how he say, he also gives life for uh, my country. I appreciate him, and I'm gonna oh, say okay. right now, I'm gonna say right now, sir, wherever you're at out there, I know where you live. But I'm proud of you, how you take care of our country.
6: Okay. Well, look at you. You're taking the high road, not the low road. I like the low road, not the high road. I like low <laughs> hanging fruit, but uh, good for you. All right. Well, uh, good luck. And are you ready to play? Yes, sir. All right. We are ready to go. And again, how much money do you spend on scratch scratcher tickets, uh, Sir Scratch Off?
14: Well, you usually give me a small amount, but I'm proud because i have a lawyer for a sister in law. I don't want her to know how much I make, tell my wife but usually runs around 400 to $500 by every, every few days. I spent $400 since yesterday, and I pulled up right at $600 last night, so I'm doing pretty good for the week.
6: Okay. All right. Well, good luck to you. Here we go. hope you scratch off a win on too much or not enough. Question number one. You've got to get three right. Question number one, there have only been three other players to win back-to-back MVPs at a younger age than Giannis Adentacumbo. Is that too much or not enough? Not enough, man. All right. Sir Scratchoff says not enough. Let's find out. Now, believe it or not, (laughs) too much. Uh, LeBron and Kareem. All right. Abdul-Jabbar are the only ones at a younger age. All right, you're 0 for 1. You cannot run the board, but we'll go to question 2 here. Sir Scratchoff, the longest division title streak by a team in the four major sports is 12 years. Is that too much or not enough? I'm going to say that's too much. All right, so Scratchoff says too much. Let's find out if he's evened up or he's 0 for 2. Oh, <laughs> 0 for 2. No, not enough. The Braves own the longest division title streak at 14 years. The Bobby Cox, Glavin, Smoltz, Maddox Braves of the 90s into the 2000s. The... Patriots just had their streak snapped at 11 years as they went kaput this year. All right, question number—you th- got to run the board now, sir. Scratch off.
7: Uh,
14: yeah, that that cowboy Johnny calls in. He yeah. beat me on Jonas's game here a while back on porn stars and wrestling. He beat me bad on that game. <laughs> All
6: right. Well, I'm sorry, you're getting your your head smashed in pretty good. You're being bludgeoned right now. All right, question number three. Keep in All mind, right. we had we had a guy fast asleep win this game, hollering, James. There are five quarterbacks that have run for over 100 yards on Monday night football. Is that too much or not enough? This is to stay alive. All
14: right. I love football. I want to go not enough. <laughs>
6: All right, Sir Scratchoff trying to stay alive here and not have the shame and the embarrassment of going 0 for 3 and 3 and done, getting swept. Let's find out. Does he stay alive? <laughs> oh, no! suck again. Sir so Scratchoff with a 50-50 chance on every question. You managed to get every question wrong. The answer is too much. <laughs> It's almost hard. It's almost harder to do what you did. Lamar Jackson becoming the fourth to do so. He joins Russell Wilson, Donovan yeah. McNabb, and Steve Grogan. Loser. So scratch off. You get the hey. big L. Yes. Hey, hey, sis. I ain't got to call you lately. I'm going to ask you
14: a question. Okay, it's about our Rams.
6: Okay. Do you, do you think <laughs> yes.
14: that the bad the Jets are right now? We are playing them Sunday. Do you think that maybe? Jared Goff might give them their first win because you know Jared Goff's like a stair step. He's up and down. You think no. we might have a chance to lose that game Sunday?
6: Well, you'd like to you'd you'd like to think the only way the Jets will be able to score is on pick sixes if Jared Goff throws interceptions and in special teams, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not concerned. If the Rams lose that game, they don't deserve to make the playoffs. They should fire somebody. I mean, you can't be losing to the Jets. You're, you've established You're yourself as a, a good football team. I know the Rams have played down to some opponents uh, this season, mainly that Giants team that's not very good. They barely beat them, but they still beat them. Played down to the competition. Uh, real quick, so Scott Boris has a plan to fix baseball. Boris has recently said that Major League Baseball, rather than have the commissioner... They should hire a CEO to help expand the game. Some business mogul, he didn't name who, and he said that the commissioner should be primarily concerned with legislating the game, which is bullcrap. because the commissioner, whose job is to legislate the game, is terrible at it. Rob Manford, he let the cheating Astros get away with oh.
10: it. He
6: looks the other way. Call it a little piece of metal. I wouldn't want Rob Manford to legislate any kind of rules. The guy's a boob. Okay? And you know, yeah, I realize he, ro- he rose up the Peter principle. You reach your highest level of incompetence, and then you stay there as the commissioner, and he's the puppet for the for the owners, as any commissioner would be. Uh, but to, to say that Rob Manford should just be legislating the game, he's terrible at that. And as far as bringing in some business person, who are you going to bring in? Uh, give, give me a name, and then I'll I'll examine that. Uh, anyway, we will move on. We are going to have weather with Roberto. Get that Mexican Doppler ready. I'm sure we're going to hear some amazing factoids of weather information. We'll get to all that, and we will do it next.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
0: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret.
9: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you, here on Next Question, is going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of
1: what you want your grandmother name to be, like, are they gonna call me grandma, like I called my grandmother?
7: So I got to choose my name, which is now lovey. Listen to next question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: We live in, in Los Angeles. Yeah, it's freezing took, right now uh, over here, man. Yeah, it's how cold is it? 54 degrees, man. It's a little bonny. Oh, my God. I'm going to buy my parka. Yeah. I'm going to buy. My God. How do we survive this horrible weather?
11: Emergency weather with Roberto, big man. The Emergency. It's milit- right. The militia, at least some of them, asked for it. And here it is. Don't worry. Cooking Roberto will be back. All right. That's that's the okay. primary. That's the All number right. one. I got you. It's that time of year, Ben. Okay. When your balls when your balls start to shrivel up, your nipples get hard. And when the North <laughs> Eat and when the Northeast freezes over,
6: big man. Yeah. That's correct. Oh, uh, there's monsoons, deluges, uh nor'easters, that's you right. name it, man. By the way, you know know a nor'easter is actually not named after the northeast. I I didn't know that. I learned that the other day. Really? How about that? Fun fact. That's interesting. That's a good fun fact there. Yeah, yeah. Fun facts with Roberto and Big Ben. Yeah.
11: Ben. The Northeast has prepared for what could be the first high impact snowstorm in two years, big man. Oh. That's right. Interesting. Winter storm Gale is expected to cause major disruptions. Gail? Yeah, that's right, Gale. How tough could that
6: storm be? Exactly, right? You ever met a tough gale?
11: No, not really. Not really. Although although
6: Gale force winds, right? Yeah. Come on. Yeah,
11: I know. Uh, What is that? uh, Yeah. What's up with that word gale? I don't know. But it's supposed to cause major disruptions throughout the Northeast. Yeah. Roads have been treated with salt, but not kosher, Ben. That's only no, for cooking. No, That's only yeah, for cooking
6: with Roberto, baby. So you're saying here, a storm is a brewing. A storm is a brewing, yeah. big man. Okay.
11: All right. All right. The State Emergency Management Agency has advised drivers to avoid travel starting today. Right now, big man.
6: Yeah. Now, my brother lives in Manhattan. Through I know they're, Thursday. They're under a winter storm warning. That's right. In New York City. That's right. So, good luck. You know, you're only allowed to eat outdoors. I'm sure. Who wouldn't want to eat outdoors in 25-degree weather with snow? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what could possibly you want go snow wrong? snow on your plate.
11: Yes, yes. Well, you can just get some of that food oh, can coloring. Wear, just go outside and wear double chonies. You'll be okay. Yeah, here, here you go. Two yeah. pairs of calzones and you're okay, man. That's all, all right? you got to do. That's all Why you got to do. No, all right? Absolutely. Sure. Winter storm gale will impact air travel. And if you got packages, hey, don't be dirty now. I'm thinking about those packages. Holiday packages may take longer to reach their destination, big man. Yeah.
6: Chamber of Commerce Day today in Boston. Uh, The high is, I believe, 28. And it's not going to start till tonight, though. It's going to start all night long, baby. Let it snow, let it snow,
11: let it snow, let it snow. This storm will affect southern New England. To the southern Appalachians, including Boston, New York City, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and some place in Virginia I cannot pronounce. Big Ben. Try to pronounce it. Go ahead. Uh, Roanoke, Ro- or something like that.
10: <laughs>
11: <laughs> Ro- Roanoke. <laughs> Roanoke. Uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, you heard right. me. That's the whole I ninety five corridor there. Meanwhile, wh- yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, everywhere else, everywhere else in the U.S., Big Ben is going to be beautiful. All right. Oh, really? Like, give me some
6: 40. Seattle,
11: 46. Okay. San Francisco, 48. Sherman Oaks, here is a bomb, 54. Cincinnati, home of the white boys of the Mallard Militia, is 34 and snowing right now. Beaver Dam, 21. Fargo, 25. And Des Country is Des Moines, 21 degrees, big man. Oh, there it is. Yet again,
3: weather with Roberto.